0: Hey there, this is Gregory Williams, and I'm the Senior Pastor of Transformed Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope the following presentation really inspires you to deepen your faith walk and encourages you along your journey. Enjoy the message. We're in the series, as I said, God with us, and we're in episode number three. And we've been kind of trying to take this journey that joseph and mary took to bethlehem we talked about being in the valley you know sometimes we go through the valleys of life the dark places where we we are really wrestling with some of the situations and the circumstances that we go through david talked about this. He said even though i go through the valley of the shadow of death guess what god is with us right god is with me he's with me in the valley then we talked about being in the wilderness last week you know the wilderness place is a lonely place but as we heard it's where we get to encounter god it's where we can lean on him more because that's where he is there's no one else in the wilderness with us we're alone and so we learn to rely on god through that and today i want to talk to you about god in the storm in the storms right and so we're setting this off this verse in matthew 1 23 and it says look The virgin will conceive a child, she'll give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, Which means, everyone, God God is with us. us, Right? That's our series. And so we kind of bring this, this is the penultimate episode, we kind of bring this to a close on Sunday morning. I mean, Christmas Day, not Sunday morning. (laughs) You guys didn't check me. (laughs) On Christmas Day, which is a Saturday this year. So on Saturday, we kind of bring this to a close and so we're talking about in the storm have you ever been through a storm yes. and i don't just mean a physical storm but a storm in your life right we've all gone through difficult seasons as we go through storms it's not a pleasant experience is it and if you're actually in a literal storm that's scary as well because you don't know what's going to happen a tree might come flying out of nowhere because you know it might be a tornado it might be a hurricane it might be a tsunami there's all kinds of storms in life and all kinds of storms in our world as well. And I think all of us are familiar with going through a storm. We have emotional storms. We have, you know, difficult seasons that we struggle with. Did you know that they actually started naming storms in about the 1950s? Before that was just a storm. But then someone had the brilliant ideas like, hey, why don't we name the storms, right? And so these meteorologists like well, let's name them. Let's name them after our wives and girlfriends. (laughs) That's that's literally what they did, right? And I'm thinking, well, what's the message there? There's our big angry cloud coming us. Let's call her my wife's name. Imagine if I said, hey, there's a massive storm front coming. It's going to wreck every house and destroy things. Let's call it Chanel. (laughs) I wonder what Chanel would say. Chanel. I'd probably be wrapped up in the storm and I'd probably be destitute after that. But this is the brilliant idea they had to name them after their wives or girlfriends. But then, in the 1970s, the storms did a protest and then they kind of had storm equality because now they name them after men too. So the storms got equality right there. And so they started naming them after men as well. Did you also know that Every year, they start naming the storms alphabetically. Did you know that? They start with A and then go to B. So when you hit storm whatever, the name of the storm is, you'll know how many storms there's been. They start off with A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So if you hit storm whatever, Yvonne, sorry Yvonne, (laughs) you know that you're all the way at the bottom. You've been through that many storms. If you meet storm Harry, then you know, hey, that's where you are. It's interesting, right? We all go through different seasons of our life. You know, some of us are in a storm right now, right? You're going through a difficult season. You're going through a tremendous upheaval in your life. You don't know what's happening because it seemed like everything was going well. And like storms do, they just come out of nowhere. You know, the other day I was walking. It's like I looked at my app. It's like sunny and bright. I was like, "Oh, great! Let me let me go for a walk." And all of a sudden, about half an hour in, there was a thunderstorm. Like, where did that come from? Living in Melbourne, right? That's a normal activity right here because it can come out of nowhere. But some of us like to know what storm we're in. And some of us are in a storm. And maybe we've named our storm. It's a storm of betrayal. A storm of depression, a storm of heartache, a storm of addiction, maybe the storm of cancer. We all go through seasons in our life that we did not plan for, that it just came out of nowhere and took us in a different direction than what we planned for in our life. And we go through these seasons without really understanding why they came into our life. And you know what people do when they get into a storm, especially emotionally? They, they say they blame God. They go, God, how come you allowed this to come into our life? What did I do to deserve this? Where are you in the middle of this storm? How come you're not around? We often turn around and look for blame. Because, you know, this just happened to me. Why would God allow something like this to happen? And so I want to leave this key thought with you that I'm going to be able to come back to and let it resonate through this message this morning. And this is this Never let the presence of a storm cause you to doubt the presence of God. Never let the presence of the storm cause you to doubt the presence of God. Paul, as you know, is the great apostle had a tremendous task of going around the ancient world, talking about the resurrected Jesus. He fell passionately in love with Christ. And so wherever he went, he wanted to carry this amazing message that it is God with us. God is not distant anymore. He's not a far-off God. He isn't in heaven just looking down on you. No, God is with us in the middle of our seasons or whatever we're going through. If it's in the valley, if it's in the wilderness, if it's in the storm, God is with us. And Paul was passionate about this, so much so that the authorities really got upset at him because he caused a bunch of problems in their eyes. And so eventually they imprisoned him, they caught him, and they're going to transport him to Rome and bring him before Caesar to be judged. And so they got on the ship to travel to Rome. And as they were traveling on the ship, a massive storm hit them. So much so that they were in the storm for days, going through this difficult season. And you know, they got to the point where they started freaking out. And at that time, you know, in order to help steady the ship, they would start throwing... Cargo overboard because they're like, maybe we're too weighed down. We'll throw overboard. They were trying everything. They were desperate because they didn't think they were going to survive the storm. This was happening for days. So in Acts chapter 27 verse 20, it says this, When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. Ever been that place where it feels like this storm has been going on for years and you just like, yeah, I guess that's it. It's, might as well just give up. Might as well throw in the towel because it doesn't look like we're going to get through. I think we're going to be destroyed. I think this storm is going to just overwhelm me and take me out. That's it. End of my days. They said they gave up all hope. Maybe we are in the storm where, where we say, you know, I don't think my marriage is going to make it anymore because I've been struggling in the situation for years and I don't think it's going to come through. Or maybe it's you're alone and you, never, you haven't found anyone and you think like, this is it. I guess I'm, God meant, meant me to be single. I might as well just give up looking. I'm going to live the single life. Or I'm never going to get out of debt because... It seems like every time I try to make my way ahead, something comes up and I'm just getting drowned and, you know, being pushed down. I can't get myself out of this. Or maybe we've been trying to have kids and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Maybe I'm never meant to have children. I've been trying to push my way through school and graduate and get myself a better career. It doesn't look like I'm going to graduate because every time I try, something happens and I just get pushed back down. I'm just going into this cycle, this whirlpool of depression. I'm just in the tsunami of struggle. The tornado is just taking me out. The storm continues raging and it feels like you just want to give up hope. Paul, of course, In verse 21 says this, After they had gone a long time without food. So they were in the storm for a long time. They gave up hope. They had no food. They got rid of the cargo. And they hadn't eaten. Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you'd have spared yourself this damage and loss. You know what I would have done? I'm like, Paul, come here, I'm going to just punch you. <laughs> because don't you hate the people in the middle of the storm that stand up and go, I told you so. Didn't I tell you not to do that? You're like, those guys probably were upset. They were definitely desperate. They hadn't eaten. And here's this guy coming up and says, I, I told you so. I'm sure they, Paul was not their favorite person at that time. And they're probably thinking, but hey, hold on a second. You're on the boat too. So don't get too high and mighty, because if this boat capsizes, you're going to capsize with it too, right? But we have people in our life that goes, if you had just listened to me, if you just followed my advice, you wouldn't be here. Sometimes you just feel like, I don't want to hear them. Yes, I realize you gave me some advice and maybe you told me something great, but what does it help now. I'm in the middle of the storm. I'm in the middle of this heartache. I'm in the middle of the struggle. And it's easy sometimes, you know, when we think about it and we, we make decisions and we get ourselves into problems and we put ourselves in difficult situations, then we can kind of deal with the circumstances. Because you know what? I did this to myself. But what if someone else caused you to be in the storm? That's not so easy to forgive, right? You can forgive. You're like, I made this decision. I got myself in this problem, so I'm going to have to deal with it. But what if someone else put you in the storm? What if someone else came into your life and caused you heartache and caused you pain? For example, Paul didn't choose to get on that ship. They captured him and put him on the ship, and he told them not to go. But he ended up in the storm with them. Their decision, he's going to pay the price. You've been in that situation. Someone else made the decision and you got in the problem. Someone said, hey, let's get this loan. It's a great idea. And you're like, all right, I'll sign up with you. They default and take off. You're stuck with it. Someone said, let's do this. And you're like, that's a great idea. You go along with them. They let you down. You get into a marriage and someone said, I'll be there with you through high and low, till death do us part. But five years later, they've taken off, left you with bills. You didn't choose that storm. Someone put you in it. What do we do when we're in the middle of the storm? What do we do sometimes when we don't follow good advice? It's easy to blame others. It's easy to say, well, you did it. I'm just going to languish here. I'm going to feel sorry for myself. I'm going to get myself, you know, really bad. I'm going to just turn to alcohol. I'm going to turn to drugs. I'm going to turn to this. I'm going to turn to addictions just to get myself away from this thing. It's easy, really easy to blame other ones. But here's the principle. Blaming other people does not extract you from the storm. Assigning blame to someone else, whether they got you into it or yourself, does not help you come through the storm. So what are you going to do? Sometimes it's just us. We've made stupid mistakes. We've made a stupid decision. And that's where we are. We're in the storm because we spent too much money when we didn't have it. Sometimes we told off the wrong person and they got us in trouble. Sometimes we weren't considerate. We procrastinated when our assignment was due. We said, I have a few more hours, I have a few more days, I can do that. That's my Christmas shopping time, you know. As I said last time, I have time, I have time. It's like December 24th at 8 p.m. I'm like, I still have a few hours. (laughs) And then it's all gone. I'm like, who's to blame? Sometimes you dated someone and someone said, your parents said, that's not the right person. You're like, no, but he has potential, you know, potential right there. You know, you went to church, your pastor said, that's not the right person. You're like, but I see potential. You went to a restaurant, your fortune cookie opened up and said, that's not the right person. You're like, but that's potential, <laughs> right? And you got yourself in that problem. Sometimes we do it to ourselves. Maybe this is one of the reasons they gave up hope. They were in the storm because it's a decision they made. And it's easy to believe that if God puts you in the storm, He will get you out of the storm. But what if someone else put you in the storm? We're not so quick to believe then. It's more difficult to believe when someone else puts you in the storm. It's easier to believe when God puts you in their form. For some of the crew on the boat, it was not their fault. It wasn't their decision. They had to go where the boat went. Some of the crew might not even want to have go, but they had to go. Someone else made a dumb decision, you're paying the price. You have to be careful who you connect yourself with. Who you align yourself with. Because sometimes their decisions have consequences in your life. And sometimes we end up in stormy places, not because we intended to, but because it came out of nowhere because of a decision we made a long time ago. Sometimes they, don't, they happen regardless of what we made. Your parents got a divorce. You had to deal with the consequences. That was not your fault. But you have to deal with the storm. Your company made bad financial decisions, and you got laid off because of their bad decision. But you're in the storm because of their ineptitude. You trusted someone with something important and they let you down. You're on the storm, but it wasn't your fault. I love what happens next because Paul, in spite of saying, I told you so, stands up then. He says, but I urge you to keep your courage in verse 22. But now I urge you to keep your courage. Tell yourself, keep your courage. Tell your neighbor, keep your courage. Because not one of you will be lost, only the ship will be destroyed. Last night an angel of God came to me, whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. Isn't that amazing? In the middle of the storm, it's been going on for days. Paul's captive, he's a prisoner, and he's praying for the people that put him into captivity. And an angel of God came with him. Here's the amazing thing, Paul was in the storm, but God was there with him. God was in the storm with him. And so he says, you know what? An angel came to me. God spoke to me in the middle of the storm. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a difficult season going through? But here's the reality. God is there with you. God is in the storm. He's not outside the storm. He's not sending you through the storm and waiting to collect you on the other side. God is there with you in the storm. He's in the middle of whatever season. Angels surrounded Paul. You know what? Sometimes we might not feel God's presence because we're looking for some external comfort. But the Spirit of God is within you. God dwells within you. You have the Holy Spirit. He is there with you. As Christ followers, we have an intimate knowledge of who God is. Because it's the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. And when we pray, when we talk to God, we have the assurance that He's hearing our prayers. That He's there comforting us in the middle of difficult seasons he's there lifting us through and so i remind you again never let the presence of the storm cause you to doubt the presence of god because he's with us in the storm i love what david said talking about the same thought he says in in psalm 16 verse 8 i know the lord is always with me i will not be shaken for he is right beside me will not be shaken. See, when we look at the size of the storm, we let fear take over us. We're looking at the majesty of the storm, we're looking at the waves, we're looking at the clouds, we're looking at the lightning, we hear the thunder, we're looking at all of these external situations and all those situations cause us to be fearful. But what I want you to understand is that it's not what's on the outside that's going to take you out, it's God on the inside that's going to preserve you. He is our life preserver. He preserves us. It's not what's happening on the outside, it's who is with you in the storm. It is God with you. It's who is beside you. All about you could be a storm. And anyway, you sometimes you think it's about the boat because if the boat keeps me up. I'll be fine. But it's not about the boat. It's not about what's happening around you. Some of us put trust in chariots. Some trust in other places. But I put my trust in the name of the Lord. That's what the psalmist says. You know, Matthew Talked about this in his gospel. Mark talked about this in his gospel. They had a real encounter that's so similar because they went out on a boat in the middle of a storm. They, they launched out. It looked fine, just like all of us. You know, they got in the boat. Jesus got in the boat. They were having a great time. Storm came up. Nowhere hit them. They were so scared. They thought they were going to die. And then they got this brilliant idea. They looked at the size of the storm and they go, This is going to be scary. We're going to die. And then someone said, But hold on a second. Where's Jesus? They found him. He was sleeping in the middle of the storm. You see, you can rest even though the storm happens. Someone decided, let's go get Jesus. They woke up Jesus. Jesus looked at the storm, said, peace, be still. I think people say that he talked to the storm. I think he talked to the disciples. He said, peace, and he said to the storm, be still. I think he said, peace to the disciples. Calm down. Stop stressing. Stop stressing. And then he turned to the storm and said, be still. Everything stopped. See, it's not how big the storm is. It's who you have with you. It's who is on your boat that matters. Doesn't matter how big the storm is. See, real peace is found in Jesus. God with us. He is with us. Peace is not the absence of a storm. Peace is found in the presence of Jesus. We think that when we get with God that He's going to remove the storm. And He doesn't do that. You know why? Because He wants to show you that He's God even in the middle of the storm. He wants you to know that no matter what surrounds you, you still have peace because He is with you. That's the message. That's the principle. You get back to Acts in verse 27 In verse 23. It says this, as we said, Last night an angel of God came to me, whom I belong, whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. You know what he's saying? You can't go down with this boat because you have a greater assignment that you have to go to. This storm is not going to take you out. No matter how huge it seems, because there's something further that God has for you. You're not done yet, so you can't die in this storm. You can't go out in this battle. No matter how big the storm is, you can't lose in this storm because God has a plan for you that you have to get to. That's ahead of you. There's another battle that you might have to fight. God's not finished with you yet. There's more people that you have to talk to. There's more people that you have to bless. There's more opportunities that that God's gonna bring into your life. There's more people that you have to point to. You went through a storm of depression. Well, there's someone else that's going to depression that you have to help through. You went through a storm of cancer. Well, there's someone else that you need to talk to about how God healed you in this. There's someone else that you need to talk to how God got you through the storm. The storm is not gonna take you out because God is with you. God is in the middle of the storm. God will use what you learn in this storm to help someone else through their storm. God's going to help you learn from this storm so you can help someone through their storm. You survive cancer, help someone else out. You overcame unfaithfulness in marriage. Help someone else learn how to forgive. You climbed out of debt. Help someone else get through it. You survived alcohol abuse. Help someone else get through it. You gave up on drugs and became sober. Help someone else through it. So that's what Paul says keep up your courage, men, verse 25. I have faith in God. Keep up your courage. We have faith in God. And sometimes we need to tell ourselves that in the middle of the storm. Take courage. God is with us. Yes, it seems like it's horrible. Yes, it seems like it's never going to end. But God is with us. Faith is not what I see. Faith is what God says. Faith is not what I see, faith is what God says. Faith is not trusting in the strength of the boat, faith is not stress, stressing in my own ability or my strength, but faith is trusting in He who commands the waves and the storm to be still. Faith is trusting what God says. See, sometimes you can't control the situation, you can't control when the storm starts, you can't control when the storm hits, you can't control how long it lasts, But you can control who you listen to, who you lean on, who you go to. You can control where you put your faith. And what he says is more important than what I feel. I might feel like I'm about to give up, but at the word of the Lord, the storm stands still. At the word of Christ the storm stop so I would rather be with Jesus in the storm than out alone with him in a without him in a calm weather because God can calm my storm the psalmist says this in in Psalm 46 he says this God is our strength our shelter and strength always ready to help in times of trouble so we will not be afraid even if the earth is shaken and the mountains fall into the ocean depths. Even if the seas roar and rage and the hills are shaken by violence. God is our shelter and our strength. That should encourage you. That should let you know that God is with you. Are you encouraged by that? God is with you. It doesn't matter what the economy does. It doesn't matter what relationship you're in, whether it breaks down or not. It doesn't matter if you're in a job or out of a job. God is going to see you through. And yes, it's rough right now. And yes, it feels like it doesn't end. But God is with you. That's what we need. He is here in the middle of it. He is my safety. He is my strength. He is my comforter. He is the source of wisdom. He is the redeemer. He is the sustainer. He is the provider. He is the assurance. And He is our salvation in the middle of every storm. God with us. We're never alone. So I remind you again. Never let the presence of the storm cause you to doubt the presence of God. Peace isn't found in the absence of the storm. Peace is found in the presence of a good, gracious, and loving God. If you know Jesus, you know peace. In fact, Isaiah said that he is the prince of peace. And so when they said, a virgin is going to give birth to a child, they said, name him Emmanuel, because it is God with us. He's with us right now. He's with us in our trials. He's with us in the valley. He's with us in the wilderness. And he's with us in the storm. God with us. And if there's anything amazing about Christmas, it is this, that God came close. Before that, it was like God was this God that was far away and we had to just obey Him. But God wanted to demonstrate that His presence was with His creation. And so He came close. Born in the form of a defenseless little baby boy. Given Himself, the God of creation, creator of the universe, gave Himself into the hands of His creation as a defenseless baby. To show men that He is with us. He is close with us. Always, through every season. Good times, bad times, valley, mountaintop, wilderness, and the storm. God with us. Jesus is with us. And if you've never put your faith in Christ... Then you can't have the assurance of peace in the middle of your storm. If you've never said, God, I want to follow you, I want to put my faith and trust in you, because I know when I do, I have the assurance of peace, I have assurance of life and freedom in you. Then we don't have that assurance of peace, because Jesus is our peace, He is God. With us. So, I want to leave you with this before we close. If you've never decided to follow Jesus, make that decision today. The world celebrates Christmas trees and, and all these things and Santa, but that's not the reason for the season. The reason for the season is God with us. God came so you can know him. And you can have a relationship with with him. So make that decision today. And then I want to leave you with two questions, and then we'll pray. I'm gonna get the praise team to come up back up and sing, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. But I want to leave you with these two questions. Number one, what storm are you going through right now? Are you in the middle of a storm? What are you going through? How can you invite the presence of God in the storm? Remember, Mark and Matthew talked about the fact that they encountered a storm. And they went to Jesus and Jesus calmed their storm they invited Jesus in the middle of that situation so what are you going through that you've been struggling with that you think you have no hope and maybe like Paul and the other crewmen on that ship they were lost all hope maybe you feel like you're losing hope and you can't get through this well you have an answer you have a source of strength you have a source of salvation you have a source where you can go to and invite Jesus in so what can you do To invite God in the midst of your storm. How can you invite him in? Number two, how can you help someone who is going through a storm? Maybe you've gone through this particular storm and you have wisdom. or You have experience in this area. You have something that you can help someone else with. Maybe if you sat down and talked to someone, encouraged them help them through, give them a testimony. We call it testimony. It's still called a testimony. It's my story how God helped me through. And God can help me. He can help you. Because God loves you just as much as he loves me. So how can you help someone through their storm? You know what a perfect opportunity to do that is? At the barbecue right after. Hint, hint. (laughs) Don't rush off chill with a barbecue, talk to someone, get to know a little bit of what's happening to them, encourage them. Because you know what we all need? A little bit more encouragement in our life. Do you want some of that? I certainly want some of that. I would like some more encouragement in life. And I know you want some more encouragement in your life. So let's stand and pray together. Thank you again for joining us. We're going to pray and then we're going to sing. All of us are going to sing, all right? I want to hear singing going on. All right? Give me a thumbs up if you agree. Thumbs up. All right. I want to hear you sing to your neighbor, to the person behind you, next to you, have yourself a merry little Christmas. But let's pray together first. All right. Let's stretch our hands if we can. Heavenly Father, Lord God Almighty, we thank you, Lord God, for reminding us that you are God with us in the middle of our storms. Whatever, no matter what season we go through, no matter the highs, the lows, The ups, the downs, the heartaches, the joy, the depression, the sadness. Wherever we are right now, you want us to know that you are with us. Nothing is impossible when you are present with us. So Lord, thank you for being Emmanuel, God with us. God in the middle of our storms, God in the middle of our trials, God in the middle of our valleys, God in the middle of the wilderness, God, in the middle of the storm, we thank you for your presence. And I pray for every single person right now as they go this week and and celebrate with their family and friends. As they gather around tables and enjoy meals and, and talk and laugh. And sometimes we put an external mask on in front of people and we smile and we we act joyful, but on the inside we are broken and we are scarred. And I, I pray, Lord God, that you speak to that inner man, that inner woman, that inner child that is reaching out in desperation and remind them that you are with us. That they can turn to you regardless of the circumstances. Thank you for being with us. We celebrate, we honor, and we give you praise and thanks. We bless you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey there, this is Gregory Williams, and I'm the Senior Pastor of Transformed Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope the following presentation really inspires you to deepen your faith walk and encourages you along your journey. Enjoy the message.